from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hello, I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Michael Lombardi. So, 10 days. Tomorrow, we get into the single digits, my man, because we've got, what, the Bills at the Rams next Thursday to kick off the season. Dude, I can't wait. We wrapped up the preseason yesterday. How you doing? I'm doing great, Patrick. I'm doing really good. Yeah, this is an interesting time of the year. You know, they've changed it. So with this bye week before the opening of the season, you know, teams have a chance to kind of manage their roster a little bit. And today, obviously, and tomorrow, there'll be a lot of cuts, a lot of minor trades. I don't think there'll be major trades. Not that what I'm hearing, minor trades, exchanging players for mid-round late picks and trying to get teams' rosters up to speed. Got to get to the final 53 tomorrow at 4.30. Your time, Michael Lombardi. You just, okay, I'll bite on your little trade thing. What, you got anything for me? Anything that you're hearing as far as trades? I don't think it's going to, you know, I I think a lot of times trades are players that were overdrafted that haven't fulfilled their promise and they get shipped off for uh, the value that perhaps they were. And I think that's more, you know, somebody wants to take a chance. You know, one of the things we used to do when I was in Oakland with with Al Davis is we would keep track of, all the first, second, and third round picks we had on our roster. So let's say, you know, if you got drafted by the the Cleveland Browns and you were on the Raiders and you were a first-round pick, that counted towards the total. Al wanted to always have 31, 32, 33 type of those players. Pedigree, right? He wanted pedigree. And, you know, as – the scouting has advanced that pedigree 
as we see with Drew Locke, five-star coming out of high school, that pedigree stays with you. It doesn't necessarily mean you're good. But pedigree does give you some value when you want to try to trade, and I think that's what we'll see. Some pretty shocking news as far as the commanders and Brian Robinson. I'll get to that in just a second. Did Mitch Trubisky wrap up the starting job yesterday against the Lions? We'll talk about that. Plenty to do, including I want to take another deep dive into the Patriots because after we talked to Claudia yesterday, I'm like, why is everybody so down on this team? The final 53 for the 32 has to be set for tomorrow. I want to say this. I want to give credit as the standard in the industry that is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I got to give credit to Len, to John, to Brian, Brian, Michelle, Bill AD, because starting tomorrow, Michael Lombardi, you know about this, right? Mm-hmm. You and I are going to stay together because yeah. we're like peanut butter and jelly. We got the morning right. show with me. I had that Mitch for lunch today, too, as a matter of fact. You Patrick. did. Yes, well, that's why perf- I brought it oh, up. Yeah. Yes. I, I knew that. I was, <laughs> I, was, I was stalking you. <laughs> Mitch and Paul are going to stay together. Gil, of course, right before us. But we've got a new lineup heading into the football season. And when I tell you this lineup's going to be awesome, it's going to be insane. First off, the headliner is Brent Musburger is back. He's going to make his that's return it. on September 11th. Countdown to kickoff at noon Eastern. How about that? The big guy is back. Love that. I, I love that. You know, uh, we can be looking live at Brett Musburger. To me, those two things are synonymous. I think it's going to be awesome. And, and after we sign off, if you pay attention to our show, you get right into the greatest of all time, the GOAT in a pregame <laughs> show. There's nothing better than that. It, it, it doesn't get better. And by the way, during the week when we sign off, you're going to have Dave Ross and your boy Amal Shaw with Big Bets. Then final countdown, Stormy and Matt Brown, Tim Murray and Sean King, who do, do a great job. Vison's primetime. You're going to have Femi and Wes tackling the live games at night, then the Greg Peterson experience. So, again, as we start to tune up for the forthcoming football season, that right there you're looking at on your screen is the best lineup in my four years here at Vison, and cannot wait for a football season here, Michael Lombardi. No, very excited. And, and and I think the fact that, you know, now you have a little bit more time with the host. You know, we were had so many one-hour shows that I think now you have a chance to really engage yep. yourself in the programming and kind of get more comfortable as we move forward. Got to have two-hour shows. Totally agree. Okay, let's discuss this because I want to take a deep dive into the Commanders because the Commanders, nothing about their preseason popped, uh, but this is shocking news. So Brian Robinson, the third-round draft pick, who was going to be running back one, right? He's going to be RB1, taking over for Antonio Gibson there out of Alabama. He was shot multiple times yesterday, right around 6 p.m. your time, in an attempted robbery. Apparently non-life-threatening, but multiple times he was shot. This is shocking news coming out of D.C. Yeah, shot in the legs, which, you know, I mean, and thankfully it's not life-threatening, but that doesn't mean it's going to be able to help him during the season. I mean, he carried the ball 14 times in the preseason. You know, he got, I think, 57 yards, long run of 11, scored one touchdown, and they were counting on him to be a big part of it. I mean, they wanted to move all the Gibson to receiver to play him in the slot in the Tony Pollard road. I mean, Gibson only carried the ball six times in the preseason for five yards. So they were gravitating right. towards really making Robinson the bell cow. And unfortunately, you know, he's driving and it's a carjacking that's been going on. A lot of this has been happening in the country. Certainly happens in Philadelphia quite a bit. You know, I was reading a newsletter about how this has really kind of taken over, especially certain cars in this country. So, you know, my heart's out to the Robin, to, to Robinson. Hopefully he recovers. Football, to me, is secondary at this point. Good point. Uh, and, and you put it better than I. Football, the human condition and story comes first with Brian Robinson. We hope he's okay. As you mentioned, the lower extremities, I heard leg and hip. So the recovery there, as far as football, I don't think he can go on the pup 
I think they'd have no. to put him on the IR. But that's again, that's not well, the story they, here. So, so there is a there, you know, there is a spot for him. It's called the he. They could put him on reserve NFI, which okay. is non-football related injury, which means he did not get the injury in the building of the Washington Commanders which means they really have no liability to the injury, which also means they could pay him his full salary or they could pay him nothing. Zero to the full salary. They could pay anywhere in between. Now, obviously, this poor kid's driving his car. It's not his fault. And I would suspect and hope and believe the commanders will pay him his full salary, which he would have made the team. The other aspect that you have to understand, a lot of these contracts, when a player doesn't make the 53 and he's on IR, his salary is less than what it was if he was on the 53. There's what we call a split salary. Here's the minimum you can make the most as a rookie, and here's the minimum you could make if you don't make the 53. I would hope the Washington Commanders pay him the most salary that he can make. So, Antonio, and I agree with you. I concur. Antonio... Gibson, who, remember, coming out of college, he wasn't a pure running back. He was more of a wide receiver. They turned him into a running back. He's explosive, but they like the kind of traditional runner that Brian Robinson Jr. was. Gibson will move back to the RB1 as opposed to using him in the slot. But I have a bigger question for you. This is year three for Ron Rivera. Seven mm -hmm. and nine, seven wins last year. You know what their win total is set right now for Washington? Take a step. Six. Six. It's eight, Michael. It's eight. Wow. Let me set this up for you. I don't want you to run with it. I heard an interview recently with Rivera. They asked him about the defense, and he said, we're continuing with continuity on defense. Well, that means they're continuing with being bad because they really didn't add pieces, and that defense was bad last year under Del Rio. Also, lost Sheriff, two offensive starters on that offensive front, and now RB1 and Robinson is out. Where are you at on this commander's team? Well, I, I am in the same place I've been all offseason. I haven't seen anything to lend me to believe that this is a team that can turn in the corner. I think whenever you do what they did last year and say, look, we are, we're not changing anything. The problems weren't scheme. The problems were the problems were continuity, communication, and that's what they've been indicating. And that, you know, once we nail that down, we'll become better. I, I don't see that. They were 25th in points allowed last year. You know, they were very bad in the red zone. They couldn't get off the field on third down in spite of the fact that they have great pass rushers. And to me, when you're not good in the red zone, you're not good on third down. 31st on third down last year. 17th in red zone defense. 29th in red zone offense. That's deeper than just the scheme. That's deeper than the players. That's scheme, too. And if you're not going to change the scheme, how are you going to expect different results? So, to me, I don't see it. You know, I, I, I think that Del Rio's defense is something that you can take advantage of. Now, last year, when you watched them play against the run, they were very good against the run. They were ninth in the National Football League in yards per attempt. This year in the preseason, they've only allowed 2.9 yards per attempt in the rushing. They can play the run. The problem is the pass. Can they play the pass? They were 29th in yards allowed in the passing game. And if they don't generate pass rush and you can't and their scheme doesn't take away a players, it's going to be challenging. I think you can throw the ball. Look, you don't go into Washington and say, I'm going to line up in two backs and run the ball. You're going to spread them out, create the matchup you want, block the inside guys, because Allen's fabulous. You got to block him. And you got to be able to throw the ball. And that's what good quarterbacks have done against them.
So remember, we're always going to drill this into your minds for new better. Shop for the best number. Michael Lombardi, you got BetMGM at 7.5. You got DraftKings at 8 on the Commodores, as you call them, or the Commanders. Question for you about Chase Young. Number two overall pick, popped in his rookie year, really regressed before the injury last year. When he does return, your expectations for the edge there? I think we should lay off evaluating him. I think he's coming off a very serious knee injury, you know, where the patella tendon was torn. Again, I'm not a doctor, but these are hard injuries to overcome. And feel yourself after one season. I think next year, next year, the 2023 year, is going to be a year to evaluate where he is and what he can bring to the table in terms of that dominating pass rush. Look, I mean, they went in that direction. You know, they felt like they didn't need a quarterback, and they picked a defensive end. We'll see if they prove to be true. You know, I mean, that's going to happen. You know, Sweat's got to come through for them. This kid, yep. Smith-Williams, who they drafted in the seventh round a couple of years ago. I mean, they've got some guys that they like on their team, whether they can hold up. I mean, Payne's a good player inside. Allen's a fabulous player inside. That's the key to their team what's interesting is you just said it those Alabama boys on the inside have been the strength right and then young and the other edge you just mentioned is sweat those were supposed to be the studs and they haven't performed like the interior Carson Wentz is in I'll give you the I'll give you the props as far as Wentz is concerned you're not high on him you're smiling. No, I mean, I look, I've always been a Wentz fan. 17, he should have been the MVP in the league. He got hurt. But to me, I have a hard time believing if Frank Wright can't fix him, who can? And, and, and by the way, Wright, the stories that continue to come out with Ursay oh. and others, I mean, it just does not paint a good picture for Carson Wentz as a person. No, it's I weird. mean, look, they, they wanted it to work. They wanted they had a young quarterback that they traded a first-round pick for. They wanted it to work, and it didn't. Okay, speaking of quarterbacks, we know the Panthers are going with Michael's boy Baker. We know Geno Smith earned <laughs> the job for at least a week up in Seattle. The question is, what is Pittsburgh going to do? The Steelers quarterback position is next here at Lombardi Line. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. When you do, you're going to be ready to go within minutes. So, again, the reason I love BetMGM, sponsor of the show, but also that interface when in-game betting is so responsive. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. And if you have a gambling problem, you got to call 1-800-522-522. 4700 as i mentioned off the top it's always an honor for brent musburger to bring us in remember there's a little buzz around vison there's a new schedule starting tomorrow and coming up on september 11th that's the official full sunday of week one michael lombardi brent musburger makes his return to vison the countdown to kickoff noon eastern you know it's interesting you know i always tell you my dad's like a big fan of yours he'll always if he tunes in, he'll say, hey, Michael said this today. That was really good. I'm like, thanks, Dad. Um, uh-huh. but, but I know you know that with well, at least your uh, dad, Barbershop. At least your dad knows what you do. Barbershop has no idea. I mean, Barbershop I thinks mean, I'm still going back in the league. He has okay. no idea. Can we be I fair? Mean, your father, Barbershop, Mike, he's in his mid-90s. Okay? Like, that's what a, do you well, – <laughs> But this this has been a conversation the whole time. He just – I hear you. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, so, go ahead. The, but the other question he always asks me is, what happened to Brent? And we now have the answer. Nothing. He's back. And he's going to be back every That's Sunday great. here on VEASAN. So, awesome. and, and you know yeah. what's crazy about him? I think he just turned, what, 81, 82? Nobody is sharper mentally than Brett Moss. Like, the fact that he hasn't even lost a piece of his fastball is insanity. So, uh, our yeah. Sundays he's are shaping living, up to be pretty. He's living proof. Parcells used to have this uh, plaque in his office when you walked in there, and it was called the it was called the Youth Poem. It was by Samuel Allman, but it was made famous by Douglas MacArthur. And Douglas MacArthur gets a lot of credit for writing. It's about how as you get older and you lose your curiosity or you lose your will to learn, if you lose your appetite for adventure, you know, then all of a sudden you start to fade away. And I think. It, this poem is living proof of, of what Brent is. As we all get older and we crave to do the things we did when we're young, we stay young. And I think that's so important. Yeah, the mental acuity, If you, that's an interesting parlay that you just said there with Parcells and Brent Musburger. I think they're the exact same age, yeah. and they're both very active. Parcells went from one passion in football to the next in horse racing, and he looks amazing. So it's, uh, I think that's well put. Um, yeah. Speaking of looking amazing, I'm watching my Lions. You know Dan Campbell. You heard of him. 
against Pittsburgh yesterday. The final doesn't matter, although Pittsburgh beat up on the Lions. Uh, Mitch Trubisky was very good. Good deep ball, directed a two-minute offense successfully. 15 of 19, 160, one touchdown. He did take two sacks. So there is the rub. The question is for the Steelers. They're going to probably go with Trubisky. I'll have you answer that. But do they want experience or upside? Because Pickett may provide that upside, but this offensive line still a bit iffy with the Steelers. No doubt. The offensive line is iffy, and that may be the reason he goes to Trubisky because Trubisky, for all the things that I have criticized Trubisky for for the last four years on this network or five, uh, he is a very good athlete. Remember, he was going to go to he, Ohio State wanted him to play free safety. He's a good athlete, and he can run, and they're going to need somebody to get out of the way. I think the worst thing you want to do to any young quarterback is get him hit way too much, have his eye level come down. And for all the easy throws that Pickett's had in the preseason, they become a lot different. Now, look, the Lions, we know. The, one of the weaknesses in the Lions team last year was their back seven. They were slow. I mean, so far this summer, they've given up 111.2 quarterback rating against them. I mean, that's the opposing quarterbacks against them in the preseason. They, they haven't seemed like they've been able to tighten that down, right? You know, they haven't created one interception all preseason. You know, they've given up six touchdown passes. So that's a little bit of a problem. You know, we tend to overlook what happens in the preseason, but I think you got to go back through it a little bit and say, okay, this is where they were bad last year. They're still bad here last year. They haven't really improved. Now, maybe when they start to play their guys. But I think for the most part, to answer your question, I think it makes sense to start Trubisky only for that factor. That offensive line is a work in progress. You know, it's interesting. You gave out two season win totals in the new pro football betting guide over at vsin.com. You didn't include the Steelers. I won't tell the two that you gave. You got to go get it and become a vsin all access subscriber. You didn't give the Steelers, but you've been on this over seven and a half all off season. Yeah. Look, I, I know they have liability with their team in the offensive line. I get that. But I also get that Nigel Harris ran behind a bad offensive line last year and averaged 3.9 yards a carry. Look, I, I am not in love. I, I'm not in love with their offensive scheme. Matt Canada's offensive scheme. It's too much half to field throws, boots, and t under tight ends, and can he do it? But with what he has to work with in terms of his front, he needs to move the pocket. It needs to be different launch points for the quarterback. So, you know, I'm willing to say, hey, you're right on that. You need to do that. I'm not in love with it, but you probably need to do it. I just think Mike Tomlin's too good of a coach. I think we lose sight of this. I, I think Claudia yesterday lost sight of, you know, she's sitting there thinking that, that they're only going to win six games. I mean, people are starting to give Robert Salai more credit than Belichick. I mean, come on now, please. I mean, come on. Like, he's the head coach with all these. You don't think he deserves, it over, these... you don't no, think he deserves I, yeah, well, it over Belichick? Oh, my gosh. I, I, I'll reconsider that, Patrick. Thank you very much for straightening me yeah. out. But no my problem. point is, is there's coaching that goes into this. And a head coach like Tomlin or Bell understand how to win games. Yeah, there's a confidence. You, you want to really you go with Salai over Belichick? You want to go that well, road? I okay. Mean, right. I see listen, where you're going. I have, oh, I have, I'm going to show you right now. Look at your monitor. I have a whole entire page of Patriots over eight and a half information because every sheep, Claudia went six, and then I started diving into some other cappers last night because I was bitter about it because, you know, Belichick's my guy. And mm -hmm. most people have them under eight and a half. We'll get into that in just a little bit. Continuing with the Steelers. It, how about TJ Watt leaving after that cut block from Hawkinson? I'm like, that's ultimately, if he's out, 
the season's done for the Steelers. He's that much of a game changer on defense. Yeah, he, he changes everything. And the fact they're playing better run defense. I mean, last year they were the worst run defense in all of football. I mean, and they and so when you look at their numbers, right, and so you say, okay, they were horrible in run defense last year. How are they doing this summer? I know it's different players. I know it's not all relevant. You know, they're, a, you know, they're still giving up 4.6 yards per carry. So they haven't really – they were giving up almost five last year. The concerning part is their inability. I mean, they've averaged 4.4 yards per carry. The problem is most of their long runs this summer have come from reverses or something with the tight, something with the receiver that hasn't been their ability to run. I mean, Najee Harris only carried the ball four times for 10 yards. But I just think to me – they have the ability to win a game, and if Watt's healthy, which they said he was yesterday coming off the broadcast, they also said that De- Deontay Johnson was healthy too, that they could have gone mm-hmm. back in the game. I think it gives them a hell of a chance. So, obviously, they're in division. I'll give you their number in division. I have a question for you, kind of a Sophie's choice as I do this. In division, they're 10-1 to 1 behind Baltimore, behind the Bengals, behind the Browns, of course and that AFC North. This is a weird Sophie's choice. If you had to start a team right now, would you go TJ Watt or Nick Bosa? I thought Nick Bosa was outstanding. I mean, TJ Watt's versatility, stand and drop and then come. But I thought Nick Bosa was one of the best players in the league last year. I really did. I mean, he was dynamic. And the combination of what they do with Nick Bosa, I would probably pick Bosa, although it's, you know, it's damned if you do, damned if you know, you're getting a great player one way or the other. It's kind of like when you work on your fantasy draft. You know, you're going to get a good player no matter where you pick. Well, you are getting a discount on the age, too. I didn't realize this. Bosa just 24, TJ Watt 27. So if you're going to kind of include the age there, you got to go Bosa. But those are two tremendous football players. But that's interesting. You just brought up fantasy. Because I've been betting my whole life, I really never got into, like, legit fantasy. You must get so many questions about fantasy from just random people that come up to you. I haven't really. It's kind of been, I, I, you know, I have a Cameo account. So I said, hey, look, if you want me to help you with fantasy, you know, sign up for Cameo. I, I haven't I haven't really, I've gotten Cameos, but I haven't gotten that many of those people want to do that. I, I like fantasy. I don't play, but I like it because it forces you to learn the players. Like everybody has, I'm, my man next door here, Bill Berman plays fantasy naturally. He's got his ba- big draft on Friday too, Patrick, just so you know. Yep. I've got uh, like into my McCaffrey, calendar. Okay, McCaffrey's a huge a huge, huge player. I think he's number one in a lot of fantasy draft books. And I don't know how that how you could have him one. He's played 10 games in the last two years. Like, if he plays, he's great. But he doesn't play. You know, how do you take Camaro high in a, in a fantasy draft when you know he's got something going on off the field that could impact him? Now, maybe they get it postponed to the season and you breathe a sigh of relief. But to me... I think that's the, the what I look. I like to look at those ratings, not because I think it tells the story. It's just to see the value of the player. No, your point is well taken. McCaffrey is number one across the board for fantasy players. You know, the fact that you brought that up is ironic as well, because while I said that professional betters are down on the Patriots, there's a lot of people going over the season win total on the Carolina Panthers. So a little buzz uh, uh, for your Panthers down uh, there. I think the Panthers are much improved. I really do. I think they're better on defense. I think their coaching staff has improved. I think their offensive line uh, has improved tremendously. I think they're able to control the line of scrimmage. I think when they get McCaffrey back, they'll be good. 
Go over and get a birthday shout out for your friends from Michael Lombardi on Cameo. Speaking of which, you know, <laughs> Dustin Sweetelson, the producer of the morning show here on VSIN, yeah. he sent me a cameo of Frank Ragnow, the center for the Detroit Lions on my birthday one year. So I know it can lift the spirits, and you can too with Michael Lombardi in a special <laughs> shout out. I, I wouldn't expect that from Dustin. I would have expected something way different from Dustin on that. It was just weird. He's weird. We're all weird. Yeah. We're coming back with Thomas Gable. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's football season, and betters, you know, this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VSIN, and now's the time to become a VSIN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Remember, the college guide and the pro guide is out, but the only way to get it is become an exclusive member over at VSIN. And become a subscriber. Get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team, advanced stats, power ratings. Everything's there. And you get it for 50% off right now. It's 175 bucks. You can't beat that. If you want to go 40 months, 40 bucks a month, you can. And see everything has that VEASAN has to offer. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It literally takes a minute. You're good to go for the football season. We'll take care of you. It's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Hope you had a nice weekend. As we bring in our partner, Thomas Gable, he runs the race and sports book there at the Borgata. And this is going to be cool, Michael and Thomas, for new bettors. What we're going to do here is we're going to run through week one's numbers, where the handle is, where it opened, and where Thomas sits at the Borgata. First off, hi, Thomas Gable. How are you? Doing well, guys. Uh, great to be with you here on a Monday afternoon. Great. Let's start 10 days from now. Good to have you. Buffalo at the Rams. SoFi, just a couple of miles down the road here, Thomas. I got it two and a half with Buffalo laying it, but where did you open and what's the handle look like now? So we actually opened this game with uh, Rams as a one-point favorite. Now, you have to remember when we're going through week one lines, these lines have been available really since mid-May. So we're talking three and a half months. So you're going to see some some significant line movement here sometimes, and then you're going to see other games where there really hasn't been much movement at all. And what happens really is your betters are going to be in the books are also going to be looking at uh, what happens in the preseason. Uh, we want to see uh, obviously any key injuries. Uh, now, nothing really aside from um, some elbow issues there for Stafford. It's really happened too dramatically for this game here with the bills and the Rams Rams did open as a one point favorite. Uh, but we've we've seen uh, Bills money come in, and the Bills have been a very popular choice. They're the favorite to win the Super Bowl this year in the uh, in the futures market, and uh, so a lot of people are betting the Bills. They're now up to a two and a half point favorite here, and uh, so it's the favorite has flipped uh, since we opened this in uh, in mid May, and I think it was really around. July, sometime in July, where the Bills became a one-point favor is where that number flipped. Uh, the total has pretty much stayed right around 52, which is where it currently sits. I think it was 52 and a half there. So not much movement there, but you certainly are seeing uh, Bills money that, that has come in here through the summer. Yeah, and, and your prediction of where this line will end Thursday, five minutes before kickoff, what do you think? Does it ever get to three, or does it come back down to one and a half? I, I, well, yeah, I do believe that there's a chance that this could certainly get to three. And uh, mm -hmm. um, I think when you see uh, the bills, the money coming in on the bills, 
they continue to lay the two and a half. Um, now, the question will be, how long does it remain at three? Exactly. Because there's probably going to be buyback on the Rams as soon as that hits three. Believe me, there's going to be a lot of money that comes in on the Rams. But uh, we'll see here how this goes in the next uh, week and a half or so. Very interesting game to start the season, though. Yeah, remember, you remember know pros bet numbers. That three I know will they get do, and, up, I, Michael. and I can see why this is shifting. Because if you go back and study week one of the pre week one of the season last year, yes, Buffalo lost. Buffalo's execution in that game was outstanding. You know, they were really ready to. They just played poorly that day. They missed a lot of things, but they were they were outstanding. They had fifty five rushes and completions opening day last year. They got the punt return block, all those things. It kind of fell apart on them. Where, where everybody has a perception that McVay's teams are great opening day. They opened with Chicago. If you go back and watch that tape and look at the game, it was a lot closer game than it should have been. And the, the Rams were not, they were not really in their full gear. They, they had 43 rushes in completion, which is well below the standard number to win a game. But they were good enough to beat the Bears that day. That's what, to me, I think McDermott gets his team ready for opening day. I'm not sure McVay... Even though they win opening day, I'm not sure his team's perfectly ready to play opening day. Well, it's a great point because nobody plays less starters than McVay in the preseason. Yeah. So I think your point is well taken. There are a crazy amount, 10 home dogs in week one, Thomas. Another home dog is Baltimore at the Jets. The Jets are catching six and a half or seven here. Remember that number jumped off the Wilson news, which me and Michael can't understand. We'd prefer Flacco in this spot. Well, right. So you bring up a good point there. So we actually... Open this game back in May, Ravens laying four and a half. So you've seen the move. And off the Wilson injury, which was in that first preseason game there against the Eagles, uh, when that game started, that preseason game started, for this game, the Ravens-Jets, the Ravens were six-point favorites. The Wilson injury happened. We moved to seven. And that's where it's currently sitting here. We're still at seven. Um, now, obviously that's one of the main things we talked about that can move a number, injuries. And you have the starting quarterback for the Jets. He goes out. But like you said, what's the, really the difference there between Flacco and Wilson? To me, there's only a point difference there. You guys believe there may not be any difference between the two of them. That, and uh, believe me, if you're handicapping, you, that's what you really want to look at. Is there really, should there be a difference uh, in a point spread depending who the starting quarterback is? Because believe me, there's not much difference between Wilson and Flacco. Uh, if if Wilson goes out compared to let's say you know Mahomes going out or a Aaron Rodgers going out, then you're going to see a significant line move. There's not a significant line move here between uh, Wilson and Flacco. So there, the Ravens have been getting bet, and uh, you know it's not really a surprise. But uh, right now that game sits currently at seven. Uh, probably will remain right around there. I believe the total's 44 and a half. Again, I think that's going to pretty much stay around 44 and a half, 45, somewhere in there. You know, and, and again, I'm going to go back to opening day last year, rookie quarterback. They had one of the worst performances of a team last year under Robert Salai. Now I know it's a different team, but you know, yesterday I thought they would play much better with Flacco and the first team against the, the Giants second team. And they looked like they struggled to get anything done. And so I think to me, I thought this line might shift back down. But the more I see the Jets, and, and maybe this is going to change, but the less confidence I have 
in them. I really do. I, I'm just not sure that they're going to be able to do the things I, I'd hope they would be. I mean, they started all their guys and, and they struggled to move the ball against the backups of, of the uh, of the Ravens and Flacco throws his patented interception. Yep, it's ominous. Another home dog, Atlanta. Uh, this is an interesting number because it's jumped, right, Thomas? New Orleans is at Atlanta. Where are you sitting? Yeah, so this was you, you said it, it, this jump, the Saints open as three-and-a-half-point favorites. They're now up to five-and-a-half. And wow. what you're seeing here in this game is really, again, uh, and this has been a theme, the quote-unquote very bad teams that uh, you don't expect much out of this year. The Falcons certainly is on the top of that list, along with the Texans. They're being faded already. And so you, you've seen this number move uh with the Saints now up to a five-and-a-half-point favorite. The the total has pretty much remained between 42 and 41, currently sitting at 42-and-a-half. But, again, uh, early Saints money has come in on this. And uh, we'll see. This is one where I believe also could possibly even get touch six. Yeah, I, I mean, wow. look, our, our – Arthur Smith opening. I mean, remember last year against Philadelphia, rookie coach? I mean, there was only two rookie coaches that won last year opening weekend, Brendan Staley and Nick Sariani. You know, the other four, the other five lost. Uh, and one of the worst losses to me, besides the Jet loss, was the, the Falcons loss. Got the Eagles just beat them up. They took that game over. You know, I know the... The, the situation, I just don't respect Atlanta's talent. I don't know where we are with the Saints in terms of how good they will be, but I do think they'll cause some problems for Atlanta, especially the way they run their scheme against Marcus Mariota. Are you sitting five at the Borgata there on season win total for the Atlanta Falcons, Thomas Gable? Uh, four and a half. Yeah, that's probably what I know Michael. I know Michael thinks that's the, probably the more correct number. Um, as I joked, a pro texted me a couple of weeks ago, Atlanta won't win a game this year. Now, maybe that's a little <laughs> facetious, but they're not going to be very good. We, we just we just have a minute and a half left here. Let's get this one in New England yep. and Miami, because the key number of three looks like it's getting hit here with Miami favor, Thomas. Yeah, so uh, this was a uh, – you're not going to get the two-and-a-half. And, a half. and you, there wasn't a two-and-a-half available for quite some time here in the last uh, last couple of months for the Dolphins laying it. Now it's up to three, a key number. And the other thing that we've seen in this game, uh, the the total here has, has climbed. Uh, we, we've actually taken uh, some – uh, what I would call more respected money coming in on the over when it was at 44 and a half, now up to 45 and a half. So uh, the Dolphins are getting bet. I'd expect them to continue to get bet. You know, there's a lot of uh, angst going on around the Patriots, and uh, I certainly could see this team going possibly at the three and a half this game. Okay. Michael, you save your thoughts because what yeah. we're going to do is we're going to continue with this. And then, Thomas, when we talk to you later in the week, because this is invaluable for betters, we're going to continue running the board and get your thoughts from behind the book. So we'll continue this practice when we talk to you next time, TG. Thank you. Thanks, Thomas. Sounds Appreciate great. you. Thank you, guys. Okay, there goes the director of the race and sports book at the Borgata. Michael, when we come back, though, I'm going to continue down the board and give you the opener and where it sits, and you tell me if it feels I, right to you as we I want to talk about that Miami game. Okay. You got it. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, enjoy tennis like never before with BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and place a risk-free first bet up to $1,000 on the tennis tournament in New York City. You know which one it is. Just use the bonus code VSIN, V-S-I-N 1000 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, make every serve, volley, and match point mean more than ever and find out why nothing beats hitting the court with the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, New York, or Pennsylvania. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. We're happy to have you with us on this Monday. As we head into our weekend, Michael Lombardi, everybody else kicks off their week. Uh, TG just brought it up. Look, no point differential matters more. No number matters more than three when betting the NFL. It is the key number. Remember that always. So that's where we sit down in Miami Miami laying three with New England. What do you got? Yeah, well, I mean, look, last year when you studied the two games, there were two games New England should have won. I mean, they, the, the last game in Miami, two or three for 109 yards, you know, and they were able to run the ball for 170 yards and to score 34 points. Partly the reason that Miami has dominated the season last year with Flores as the coach is Miami was forced six fumbles in the two games and recovered four of them. So 
you know, that goes a long way towards uh, helping. And they also been able to make key critical drives in the game. The first game up in New England, you know, New England closes the gap. They're right back in the game. And then they have the best drive of the game other than the opening drive. The other thing that's happened is, is Miami's played from in front. And Miami's been able to dictate tempo and not allow and not have to have Tua have to play quarterback from the pocket, which I think I think this movement is all an indication of the disappointment that Claudia talked about yesterday with the Patriots offense. And I think it's a little bit of fool's gold. I think people are trying to say, okay, this is over with for the Patriots. The Patriots have talented players on offense. They're not devoid of offense. They need to get better coordinated. They need to get a better system in place. They need to execute. They need their details to be handled. And their offensive line has to play better. So there's a lot of things that have to happen. I'm not dismissing their play. But they have players, and they have the best coach in football. I think this is a little bit interesting. You know, I went back and looked. So we have 10 new coaches in the NFL this year. Five have been head coaches before. Five have never been. Last year, we had seven new coaches in the NFL. Only two of them won opening day. I think it's the hardest game to prepare for opening day as a new head coach. It looks easy for us betters, but I think it's the hardest game. It's, it's a, almost a playoff game, Patrick, because everybody goes into the game with an enthusiasm as if they're going to make the playoffs. Nobody goes in there with a long face. Nobody goes in there after heaven. They think they have a great season ahead of them. And so it makes the game very challenging. Well, you just said there is perfect. So let's stick with it for a second. Betting week one in the NFL is literally a vacuum. Everybody's on equal footing. Nobody's got more data than others. And motivation is completely equal across the board. But let's jump to what you said about the first year head coaches and new head coaches. Why is week one so important and hard for those first time head coaches? Well, because you're trying to, you know, how did you practice? How was training camp? Was your team ready to play? Did you anticipate all the things that were going to happen in the game? You know, for example, Mike McDaniel's the new head coach down there. Well, he's Belichick doesn't know what he's going to run. He thinks he's going to run San Francisco's offense, but the preseason tapes aren't going to really matter. What are they going to do against him? You know, defensively, they're going to play the same defense that they played when Josh Boyer ran it before Brian Flores took it over. Remember, they were like one and seven last year when Flores finally said, OK, I'm taking over the defense because they played too much man to man. They played bare front covered up both the guards in the center, and they said, okay, we're going to play man-to-man. And people attacked their nickel corner, and they attacked Byron Jones. They weren't worried about – they weren't going after Xavier Howard. So those things changed. So it's a little bit of how we're setting up the game plan. What are we going to do? How are we executing? You know, last year, when you go through it, Mike Vrabel, as good a coach as he is, he wasn't – his team wasn't really ready to play – in the first game. Part of that was because of the COVID situation, right? So they had a lot of guys that missed practice, weren't out there. I think you got to take all those factors into play. I think you got to dismiss the, the momentum of the perception of the preseason. I think you got to block that distraction out when betting week one. So giving what you just said there with McDaniel, maybe being a little covert with his play calling and there's some question marks as far as what new England's going to see. Do you feel like Miami lane three is the correct number? I don't. I, I think the Patriots will play better. I think it's a little bit of an over – I think it's an overextension. I think okay. the Patriots will play better. They're going down there for a week. I think the best thing that can happen to the Patriots is what happened in Las Vegas is they got beat soundly offensively. and de- Their defense wasn't much better than their offense in that game. They caught blocks. They didn't play as physical as they needed to do. They need to change that. And this is usually when Belichick's at his best. So I, I do. I think that number's a little bit long. 
especially when you go back and watch the last two games like I did yesterday. I mean, those two games, especially the one in New England, were there for the taking. They fumbled the ball inside the red zone, fumbled six times, lose four. That's not how you're going to win games. They've got to protect the ball. The other factor in that game, in the last two games, they had 16 penalties. They had eight penalties in both games. That's unlike Belichick. Unlike Belichick. Who's, who's handling the details? These, pre, these first games of the season is about who's getting penalties in the kicking game, who's turning the ball, all those things that go towards winning, much like a playoff game. So you mentioned Belichick bringing the Pats down a week early. Is this a different? Is this a diversion from what he's generally done? Yeah, no doubt. Definitely because the heat and humidity is so hard to get adapted. We went down there late in the year in 16 uh, around the first uh, New Year's Eve down there to, to kind of escape it all. And it didn't prove to be beneficial. We lost, lost home field advantage in the playoffs, had to go to Denver, and we lost that game. So, look, it's been a, it's been a tough spot. I think the combination of how the Patriots have played this preseason, the combination of how the Patriots have played in Miami in recent years is why this line is moving. And I think it's going to move to three and a half. I really do. I think it's going to go through the three. I think that's the key for us 10 days away from the season. What we can provide to the bettors in the betting network, the best is where is the line going to go? What's the direction of the line? That's key because that will allow you to get the better number. Where does the book see the line and where do you think the line's going to go? I couldn't agree more, so we're going to continue the practice with running the board. Before we get off New England in Miami, what Michael just said is so key here. Michael sees this getting to three and a half before he sees it going down to two and a half. That is that's that information right there is what you need as a better. All right. How You'll about get buyback. You you will get buyback at three and a half, Patrick. I think there's no doubt about that. You're gonna get buyback at three and a half. You know, Foles is a really good kicker. The three and a half is a different number. Now, you know, once it gets to three and a half, I think we get the buyback. But you might if you like if you like New England, you're gonna jump on that three and a half really quickly. Look, remember, that, that's three, yep. six, three, seven, those are numbers to book. You know, they don't want to give, they do not want to give you seven. They do not want to give you three and a half. They don't want to do that. It has to be really a, like, the Chargers opened up as a four point favorite against the Raiders. I mean, they don't want to put that number there, you know? Now, what's happened? That, that game, that game has gone down to three because that four number, everybody wants to bet it. Okay, so understand what Michael's saying here. Have the odds screen over at VEASAN.com always ready to go because as soon as you see New England, if it does go to three and a half, that number is going to be there just for a short window because it's going to get hit. So timing is so important when betting. It is just so – also having multiple outs, different places to get down so you can get that hook is the difference between making money and losing money in a football season. And Michael's 100% right. If, if Miami gets up the three and a half – it will get hit back down to three. Let's talk about Cleveland and Carolina. So Cleveland opened four and a half. Carolina's sitting as a two-point favorite, of course, Brissett and Mayfield here. Well, I mean, look, I, I've been studying this, uh, all the opening games and trying to go through. I'm really focused on the coaches as much as anything because I think how you prepared your team in the summer is going to lend itself to how you play in the opening game. Like, I, like, for example, I think Matt Rule's team has played really well this summer. They've held opponents to no points in the first quarter. They've held opponents to no points in the, second, in the third quarter. They've given up 25 points in the fourth quarter. What does that mean? I think they've given up 45 total. Uh, no, 46 total. What that mean is they've get, is basically their, their backup players have played. Their frontline players, when they played this summer, have played pretty well. 
I think Cleveland defensively will be good. I, I think Cleveland's good. But I think it's going to be a little bit of a work in progress. And it's going to be a challenge for Cleveland to be able to handle this front of of the of the Panthers, even though Cleveland's really good, it's they're going to put the pressure on to make Brissett have to throw the ball and win on the outside. Can he do that? Can he do that? By the way, I do have a book in Jersey sitting two and a half with Carolina. Everybody else is painted two across the board. I, I, I'd be very surprised if we saw I mean, three here, um, but that's yeah, where it I is don't right think now. It's getting two. The three. I, I don't think it's getting the three. I think it'll stay right there. I think it'll stay right there, and I, I think it's you know I think there'll be some steam on Cleveland on on Carolina, but I don't think it's going to matter. Okay, here, here's what we're going to do. This is a perfect practice, and we we'll get inside Michael's mind with what he thinks as far as this line movement. We've got the opener, we've got where the numbers sit, you know, less than two weeks out, and then we're going to get to where Michael thinks these numbers ultimately close for Week One when we come back here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. This is a good practice for new betters and seasoned betters as well. It's Vsin the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.